Hello and welcome to the Daily Phys Ed for Tuesday the 19th of September. I'm Nathan Horn, and this is the Daily Phys Ed, a daily physical education podcast where I share reflecting reflections on my teaching practice, tips, techniques, strategies, technology tools, and all other things physical education. Thank you very much for joining us today in our latest episode of the Daily Phys Ed uh, for all our return listeners thanks for joining us for our new listeners thank you for taking the time to find this podcast and join us now today as i drive home from school in some pretty gray rainy miserable weather i can't help but get the feeling that uh, summer is over and the rains are about to set in here in british columbia canada this will be my first uh, full fall and winter in in Canada, in British Columbia, and from what I hear, it is very, very wet, so starting to get a bit of a taste of that, Um, and I guess I'll talk about how that could affect my teaching practice a little bit later once the rains really have set in, and um, I've had some experience having to deal with that and the facilities um, that we have available. Today was um, another day which was fairly full. Um, I had some grade twos this morning, then some grade uh, fours, and then some grade so um, two classes of each grade level there um, and we were working on some tag games today um, as well as some cooperative games so just continuing the unit now one of the things that I did want to speak about today was um, just that sort of mid unit or um, I guess a little bit of a slump that I, I often find that I get myself into in my teaching and it's something that I'm trying to reflect upon and try to work out why this always happens I'm always able to seem to start off uh, units or um, you know, blocks or the start of a year, really, really strong, really well, and I have really great ideas. And you know, you get about uh, a couple of weeks into the unit, you've seen the class maybe four, six times, and then all of a sudden, I just feel like I hit a wall. Um, I sort of have a bit of an idea of where I want the unit to go. Um, I have some good activities, um, and I'm thinking about assessment and stuff like that. But I always seem to get to this point where. You know, there's a couple of lessons where I'm just like really scratching my head and thinking, okay, like I sort of know where the students are at. I sort of know where I want them to get to, but I'm just sort of stuck for for ways to get them there. So it's something that I'm trying to reflect on at the moment. It's something I'm trying to think about. And and the first thing that comes to my mind is planning and making sure that I'm pre-planned in advance. But when I'm thinking about that planning, I'm also thinking about trying to follow the kids. Now, I could go ahead and plan a six or eight week unit um, of different activities every lesson. But the issue with that is that, you know, you might run certain activities, and I'm sure a lot of you know out there, you'll run an activity with a class, uh, trying to meet a some certain learning outcome, and they just won't get there. So to be able to move on to the, to the next lesson when they haven't been able to achieve uh, the outcome that you want them to achieve in the first place sort of feels a bit wrong. So I think using the inquiry-based approach that I do and I have over the past few years you know, I, I sort of want to give the students uh, those experiences at the start, introduce them to different ideas, really give them those provocations to get them started, and then I want to sort of follow their interests and follow where they're at, um, and that comes with that formative assessment as well, sort of knowing where they're at, knowing where they need to go next, and, and most of the time I do know where they're at, and I do know where they need to go next, but it's just sort of coming up with those activities or uh, lesson plans or ideas to help them get to where they need to be. So that's something that I'm working on in my teaching practice to try and improve and try and um, not get myself into that situation. So if anyone out there who's listening to the Daily Phys Ed often finds themselves in a similar situation, 
I'd really appreciate you reaching out and contact me on Twitter. You can get me at PE Nathan or you can email me Nathan at iPhysEd.com. Um, I'm sure if you're listening, you know how to contact me. So please feel free to reach out. Let me know if you find yourself in that situation um, or if you have found yourself in that situation in the past, how you get yourself out of that slump or out of that little rut that, um, that you might find yourself in. So um, there's a bit of a bit of honesty for you. Uh, things aren't always... Um, perfect in my teaching and I'm the first to say that uh, I do struggle at times and that's one of my struggles so I'm looking for some help and assistance on that one so I also had a really great discussion today with uh, my department or a couple of people in my department about uh, the types of phys ed programs um, or sports or athletics that we offer at the school Um, and it was something that uh, came out of a question and just turned into a really fantastic discussion and that's one of the things that I'm really, really enjoying about being uh, in this new position at Meadowridge is having a department. Now in the office there is six of us who sit in the office, five of our phys ed teachers and our athletic director. We also have another um, phys ed teacher who works down in the um, junior years or the, the pre-K and the Ks. Um, so she's she's often down there and she's, she's not set up in our office, but she's, she's a part of our department. Um, so it was a really, really great discussion. And it, it was born out of a question uh, by one of my colleagues, Nick, about, you know, the types of opportunities we offer, especially for some of our older learners, um, particularly our year, year 11s and year 12s. Um, and that was born out of a comment that came out of one of his classes where one of the kids said, like, why can't we just play dodgeball? Now, no, sorry, not dodgeball, volleyball. Why can't we just play volleyball? Um, obviously got dodgeball on the brain still after last week's discussion. Um, why can't we just play volleyball? Now, that came out of a unit where the students were working on net wall games and they were playing a lot of modified games. Now, it's great to do all those modified games, but you know, there are going to be some kids who are just interested in playing. They're just interested in playing volleyball. They don't necessarily want to learn about tactics, strategies, techniques, all of these um, learning pieces that we maybe teach within a teaching game for understanding based units such as net wall games. So we said, well, like, how are we helping those students? How are we enabling those students when they leave our school and go out into society to feel like that they've had the opportunity to experience the types of activities and sports that they enjoy or that they are interested in learning more about or interested just in playing? Um, And that got me starting to think about the long-term athlete development model that is out there. Now, I've spoken a little bit about this in the past, that the Canadian long-term athlete development model um, exists and a lot of the uh, peak sporting organizations, so things like Hockey Canada, Soccer Canada, Fencing Canada, Basketball Canada, all have their own versions of the long-term athlete development pathway for their sport. Now, the general pathway or the, the overview of the long-term athlete development pathway is that, you know, at the very basic level, there's those fundamentals, learning to play, learning to train, and then it sort of branches off. Now, a very, very small percentage of the population are going to continue on to elite sports. So that is only a very minuscule amount of the population that are going to do that. There's also going to be then the next section of the population which are going to be wanting to continue to play sports semi-competitively or for fun in rec leagues, things like that. But the largest part of uh, the population is really going to be focused on just being active for life and enjoying being active. So how are we meeting those people's needs? If PE is considered to be a somewhat academic subject where we're learning content, we're learning tactics, strategies, 
techniques, <coughs> sorry, health, uh, healthy choices, all of these more sort of um, cognitive things. How are we helping those students that are just genuinely inter- interested in wanting to get out and play? Now, as part of that discussion and thinking about that long-term athlete development pathway, we started to think of ways that we could offer that to our students. And what has come out of that is this idea of an active for life class. Now, at the very, very foundation stage, we're thinking about offering this to our year 11 and 12 students. Now, currently those year 11 and 12 students do not take part in any uh, mandated or organized uh, physical education curriculum. They finish that at grade 10. Um, and as part of the IB program, it is a very, very rigorous academic program. So having some sort of active for life program for those students, I think is going to be very, very beneficial. And it's also going to be very, very popular to allow them to get out of that academic environment and just play and have some fun. So a couple of our teachers are going to start uh, thinking about offering that to students, which will be fantastic. And it might be even things like getting them out into the community to access sporting organizations or other um, opportunities for them to be active, whether that's 10-pin bowling, whether that's curling, rock climbing, playing golf at the driving range, um, anything really that's in the community that enables students to continue to be active once they leave our building. Now we know that um, I've spoken a lot in the past about that physical literacy development and that it is a lifelong uh, pursuit and it's something that really is never going to be achieved. It's it's a journey that's going to take place across the span of of your life and you're going to be um, at different levels of physical literacy all throughout that time. So, you know, being able to offer those students opportunities to be introduced to maybe activities that they wouldn't necessarily be introduced to outside of that setting, um, I think is a really, really important piece. I think, you know, if parents and families don't have access to those things or they don't have experience with those things, we know that students and their children are probably not going to be introduced to those things as well. So if we're able to introduce our students um, just before they leave school to opportunities for them to be active in the community, then hopefully they're going to make those choices once they are independent and out on their own, whether that's going to university and being part of a rec sports league or into murals, or whether that's joining a gym or whether that's just basically um, enjoying going out and being active with their friends in a variety of different pursuits. I know for me, that's something that I really enjoy. Anytime I get a call from a friend saying, hey, do you want to come and play soccer or do you want to come and go surfing or do you want to rock climb? Do you want to go for a hike? I'm, I'm really excited and happy to do it. And I think that's because I've had those experiences in the past and I feel confident and competent doing that. So that's something that's in the pipeline for us and that just came out of a very, very simple comment of why can't we play volleyball? So if we're offering an, an active for life course at our school for maybe year 11s and 12s, maybe it's just a case of like, hey guys, like, you know, let's split us into some different groups. We're going to have a volleyball game going here. We're going to have a group going off to do some soccer. We're going to have a group go for a hike in the forest. We're going to have a group going curling or bowling. You know, you choose what you're interested in. And there doesn't have to be that curriculum piece to it. It's just going to be fun, playing, enjoying being active um, in a social setting. So I thought that was a really, really fantastic uh, conversation and a discussion and and, and action was taken straight away. Uh, Already seeds are being planted to get that program up and running. So I'm super excited to see where that goes. So in terms of teaching today, like I said, I was in a bit of a slump. I was struggling a little bit with some of my classes in terms of uh, really sort of struggling to get over that hump of of where do I take the kids next. Um, But that discussion and that conversation this afternoon really 
turned my day around um, and got me thinking in a more positive frame of mind. So exciting uh, days ahead in terms of that one, seeing if we can get that one up and off the ground. Um, so yeah, that was my day today, heading home now to see my family, uh, was excited to see PE chat, uh, happened last night, some really, really fantastic stuff coming out of that, and I've got to say, Joey's visuals, as always, were fantastic, really easy to see, and, uh, really easy to get the message across, so congratulations to Joey and Doug and Joe and Terry, who hosted, um, and I'm super excited about the next one, looking forward to hopefully being a part of the chat uh, during the Pacific time zone, if not others, if I'm able to. Um, so yeah, I think that's about it for the Daily Phys Ed today, Tuesday the 19th of September. Until tomorrow, uh, stay happy, stay healthy, stay active. I'm Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com and this is the Daily Phys Ed.